1: Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Who Pets Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at WhoPetsPod.com. episode of the lakers fast break podcast it's gerald glassford coming right back at you here from lakers fast break pop culture cosmos inside sports fantasy football and game source we truly appreciate everyone out there to, to all of our shows and if you can please give us a five star review wherever you get your podcasts plus if you can like share subscribe follow or do anything that you can to support us right here at the lakers fast break pop culture cosmos where we cover the latest news and trends in pop culture every Monday and Friday with new shows right there for you. Plus, we've got the great folks at Game Source, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, also as well the awesome folks at LakersBall.com. Get yourself prepared today for the great game time chats coming up later this year by signing up now to be a part of LakersBall.com and Ox1947. All the great comments that he has because the conversation is going to continue at LakersBall.com plus the great things that are going on at Lakerholics.com. L. Rob's there all the time sharing his thoughts. Laker Tom with his great articles. Jamie Sweet, our own Admiral Akbar, who can't be here tonight, but also conveyed that he's going to drop another five things on his five things articles right there for you. Plus also as well, the Lakers fast break you can find right there as well. Be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com plus our good friends who've been with us all season long and have been dropping a whole bunch of stuff for us on their social media, our good friends of the Hoop Heads Podcast Network, a big thank you to them. If you can support all these great causes in your life, it is sincerely appreciated. Well, if you'd ask asked me way back when that the Lakers in the 82nd game would be starting Stanley Johnson, Wenyan Gabriel, Malik Monk, Austin Reeves, NTHT, I would have said, yeah, that's great. That's awesome. That means that the Lakers have won the division, maybe even the Western Conference. Don't want to hurt any of the big players going into the playoffs. Everything is groovy. It's all right. It's awesome. But they're starting them for another reason. That's because they all wanted to sit down. All the big stars sat down because there's no reason to keep on having them play because the Lakers season was over and done with a few days ago. But this game turned out to be quite memorable for another reason. Yes, it was a glorified G League matchup between a lot of players that are not going to probably be consistent players in the NBA. But still, we got a nice showcase for Malik Monk with 41 points and another great showcase for Austin Reeves as Malik Monk's play in the fourth quarter helped the Lakers come back in the second half. And Austin Reeves with a fantastic triple-double for him 31 points, 16 rebounds, 10 assists, and the way he took over late in the game in the fourth quarter and in overtime propelled the Lakers to a 146 to 141 victory in what has to amount to be the worst season in franchise history. At least goes out on a small, nice note, per se, even though there's much to talk about and much to speculate on. Yeah, just the L Robs just saying small. Yes, yeah, just a very small, nice note. But here today to talk about the game, our three awesome guests will also be covering the MVP thoughts and who we think will win the MVP award. Plus, if we can maybe even play in games and all that good stuff. Because right now we're just going to focus in on the Lakers and what's going on there. But here today to talk about the games are three great guests indeed. First up, first man here who's like, a <laughs> guy and El Rob missed it. And I think Joe Sorrell was still watching the game out of the room, but a guy who is very mad at ESPN. And if you've heard all the expletives he was throwing at ESPN, (laughs) I was in tears. I was in absolute tears. It was so hilarious. Never watch
2: ESPN if you've got SportsNet. Watch SportsNet. ESPN, the the only game
0: the the only way I could watch the game was through ESPN. Because he's in the Bay Area. I'm in the Bay Area. And so, with three minutes and 17 seconds left in the game, and the Lakers down by seven or eight points or something like that, my recording ends because the program has ended. They now moved over to Sports Center. And
1: uh, all I can hear is bleep, 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 bleep. And so,
0: I'm coming over here and I'm sitting down, and Gerald is just bemoaning because the game, he wants the game to be over so he could start the podcast. Yes, I want know? my pain of this. They keep season calling timeout. They keep calling timeout. Meanwhile, I'm watching the score, and, and then all of a sudden, I'm looking down, and he's like, wait a minute, Gerald. They just, this game is, is really happening. You know, there's two minutes left, and it's like tied, 135-135. I'm running to the TV. I'm trying to get it on. I'm trying ESPN2, ESPN3, ESPN4. ESPN,
1: every time, ESPN.com, you're refreshing <laughs> and talking it, talking, and it was I'm going backwards. I
0: did in the, in the background while I'm doing it, and I'm so angry because... I want to watch the end of this game. It's the last game of the year. I've watched 82 games this year. I haven't missed a single game, even when I'm traveling. And then they go, and and finally we get a game where we got a chance to win, and ESPN screws me over. And I don't even have a tape of it because they cut it off. I was just like. Uh,
1: That's a microcosm.
0: Of and the, the Yankees season. lost oh. today. On top of it all, so you oh, know,
1: you, oh. uh, you know, you could be off yeah, to the great start that the Angels are. But you know, running. listen, um, yeah, I,
0: I'm hoping they'll have some tape of, of the of the end of the game and the great plays that Reeves made. And uh, I you did too. see, I, I did see most of the fourth quarter heroics from Monk. So, like you and I were talking before the game, Gerald, these, you, we've got a bunch of guys, Monk, Reeves, Johnson, especially that. They really aren't starters on a championship quality team, but they're probably good seven through 10 players. And our problem is, is that we've had to be forced to make them start, and, and we've been forced to make them start at a position where they're generally smaller than the guy they're playing against, which makes it doubly hard, especially if you're a thin rookie like, like Austin. But you know, we'll have more continuity next year, I think, than we've had the last two years. You know when we basically turn the entire roster over because I think there's probably four or five guys that we're probably likely to keep. Um, We've got three guys with uh, with uh, team options: uh, Reeves, Johnson, and Gabriel. Um, The two guys that have player options, Kendrick Nunn and Russell Westbrook, have obviously
1: they're going to opt in.
0: Opt in under player options. We're going to end up probably with you know maybe five or six or seven players that on the roster that are going to be, we're here this year, you know, so at least that's a, you know, close to a 50% continuity rate. And we need some continuity because I think one of the big problems the last two years has been that you, it takes so much time just to get a team to gel and get everybody to understand where they're supposed to be, everybody to buy into their roles. And then when you throw injuries and especially injuries to your superstars or your starters, your season just goes to pieces. And then obviously there must've been, you know, like we've talked, the, the problems are far over and above just the talent on the team. There has to be some, some problems with leadership, some problems with uh, chemistry, some problems with coaching, problems with incompatibility of players, you know, not necessarily the fit on the basketball court, but just the fittest part of the, as a member of the team, a contributing member of the team. Uh, it sounds like there's a lot of things that just weren't right. So. I'm glad the season's over. We could start a lottery to see how long before they fire Frank. I think it'll happen tomorrow.
1: Check Twitter now.
3: <laughs>
0: and it'll be, it'll be interesting, you know, to see what happens. We've all talked about it, and it's been obviously the main subject that everybody's, everybody's been talking about on the blog, which is basically what's going to happen. You know, we're, you're faced with having the people who screwed things up last year, the last two years, going to be making all the decisions as we go into the third straight season, you know, so um it's going to be a lot of fireworks. And, you know, I found something kind of interesting, which is that the worse the Lakers have played this year and the more controversy that's happened, the better the traffic has been in the, the blog. It's just really amazing. You know, the number of visitors and number of page views were up 30 to 35 percent last uh, the last three months over the, uh, the previous six months. As I was telling one of the guys on the blog that, you know, the other side of it is, too, that I think that I've never seen such a wide range of topics that everybody's talking about. You know, it's usually there's just like sometimes you got to think of hard to find things to talk about, especially if the team is doing well and everything's rolling along. On the other hand, when things are not doing as well as, as we as fans want them to do, then there's all of this criticism and all of the different reasons that you can attribute for the team not playing as well as they as they should be playing, and all of the proposed solutions and trades that you can make, uh, so that it it becomes. You know, the, the NBA has done a terrific job of making the league an all year round league between the off season and all of the things that happen. It's uh, and it and it's affected. I think it's affected the social media
2: of, of Vogel's the- fired. By the way, well, already. Yeah, Woj just dropped it.
1: (laughs) Oh, there you go. Absolutely. At least he was wearing a nice outfit. I really like that one. I'm thinking about buying that one. That was really nice. Well, I
0: hope Frank Frank and I hope the team keep it classy.
1: They've already fired him 10 seconds after the game. I don't know if that's classy. Well, yeah. Adrian Wojnowski has already announced it. He might not even know it yet. So I'm sure he does. But yeah, that's not that classy.
3: He went out a winner. Yeah. Well,
1: (laughs) it's got a ring. There you go.
0: Well, yeah. You listen. That's the thing about every championship team that I've ever been a member of, I've also lost, had seasons with that were very, not very promising. And so it's it's kind of funny because often it often it is a perfect storm of everything going right, you know, when you win a championship, and that's definitely what happened to us in the bubble. You know, we had we had that perfect storm of good fortune and and our best players playing their best. And we walked away with it. And little did we know that we also signed up for the next two years, you know, which uh, was the ball bouncing the other way and evening things out. So at any rate, uh, glad the season is over. Now we can talk about the things that we need to talk about uh, going forward as to how we're going to how the Lakers are going to get themselves out of this mess especially considering the handicaps that they're
3: facing. This is Raphael from NBA draft junkies.com. And you are listening to the Lakers fast break.
1: Check out what's been going on with the pop culture Cosmo show and the PCC Multiverse. People are just losing their minds trying to consume Marvel products right now. And I don't blame them. This is some of the best entertainment you can get on TV and big screen right now. If something's going to be
3: successful or not, they look at the mentions, they look at the likes, they look at the retweets and the tweets and the subtweets and the tweet tweets. And they look at all of that to say, okay, this is actually going to garner a lot of attention.
1: Is it going to be enough though? I think the fish out of water syndrome might be enough for somebody like us because it's going to be hilarious to watch two stoner kids we saw barely make it through high school now live in a society that they fully don't understand because they've been stuck in a decade and never came out of it. Facebook stars, not ninja stars, okay? I know how some people take things literally. So don't throw ninja stars at us, but like the Facebook stars, click on those. That's what we want. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Also here today to talk about today's game is a good man indeed. He is Ox1947. He is Joe Sorrell. You can catch him at LakersBall.com. Be, please be part of the conversation every game starting in October because the Lakers have a long layoff, but also the great conversations they have in their groups during the course of the summer. It is Joe Sorrell. Thanks again, my friend, for all the time that both you, Laker Tom, and Rob have spent on this show over the course of the last miserable season. But for Frank Vogel, the pain is over, and for us, it is as well.
2: Six months, we're going to see in six months. That's a – sometimes six months goes by. But we'll
1: still be here. We're going to be – yeah, yeah. I I,
2: I, I wore my Tiger Woods red on Sunday. You shot plus
1: 13 too?
2: No, no. (laughs) I would have shot plus 33 if if I was golfing today.
1: I should have shot plus 99. That's terrible. (laughs) I'm I'm Mr. Slice. You could actually see my slice going – Beautiful as it slices into the wrong direction. My, my
2: slice is on the driver to the left.
1: Mine goes to the right.
2: Mine is always to the left. I enjoyed today's game because it looked like guys who really cared. And it was the first time I remember seeing that in a while. Lakers ended the season 8-2 and two in overtime.
1: I, I was <laughs> telling Tom that before. As soon as we started overtime, I said I wish the Lakers <laughs> could play overtime every single game because they would have made the playoffs.
2: I don't remember that many overtimes in in the Laker viewing of my life. <laughs> Ten games. That's that's pretty crazy when you think about an eighty two game season. Ten of them were in overtime. I just I don't know. That's just kind of crazy. How
1: eight hundred winning percentage close?
2: That's, that's that's it's, it's yeah. How, what it
0: really what's really funny is that it means that. Thirty-three minus eight. It means that there were really only twenty-five regular season victories in regulation time. They uh, twenty-five. That's they how had, victories. I would I
2: say think. if I if I if I if I could give a, a number out and just the top of my head, I'd say they probably lost twenty games this year where they were close yeah. with like four three minutes left and then they lost. It's an, it is, it is a very weird season in so many ways. I, I, you can't really, once you start getting into all the scenarios, you, you just can't really comprehend what happened. How do you have a Perfect LeBron?
0: Bad luck is really what it, everything's an anomaly. You know, I, I, other I teams get hot against us. Guys have career nights against us. The ball bounces the wrong way. This the is, ref, this is the.
2: The refs the, don't call the fouls for LeBron. This is the ha- this is the ha- the haunted house that that's yeah. legit, yeah. right? Well, but
0: we we saw the other side of it in the bubble. AD shoots over forty percent from three. LeBron shoots over forty percent from three. Mark Marquise Morris shoots over forty percent from three. Our defense is sensational. Rondo's the third best player in the entire series. You know it's.
3: Sometimes the ball well, I think the way, sometimes it bounces the other way. The may have been anomalies, but the defense was legitimate that year. I yeah.
1: agree. I yeah. agree. The and
3: defense it was
0: illegitimate
2: this year.
3: This yeah this the defense was well, it was, was legitimate
1: and being illegitimate this year. was, was
2: <laughs> the defense was that that was not an anomaly. That was purely uh, uncaring, to put it nicely. No one really cared to play defense. It was the worst defense, probably I've seen with capable players. Uh, I don't want to say some of them were defensive players, but defense. Well, that,
0: do you think that that's Frank's fault, or do you think that it's really I, that? What, what I don't know, Frank's Frank's some players fault just can't play that quality of Frank, defense.
2: Frank, it's it's not a fault of Frank's. He has a fault. It's not his fault. He has a fault. Frank is a company guy. Okay, he he says the right things. He's a politically correct guy uh, employee. So when you when you have that kind of personality, it's hard to let's say if something like this that's happened happens. I mean, how 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 does a guy who knew how to coach defense his whole career all of a sudden not know for six months? That that doesn't make any sense.
0: That's the point I was trying to make. That I think that you give he didn't. What happened is they probably should have fired Frank the minute that they weighed the they made the trade for Westbrook because and as soon as you saw that team assembled you knew that it was going to be nowhere near the good as good a defensive team as we've had in the past. And Frank's we also knew that Frank is going to try every veteran he can who at one point in time played great defense in their life before he's going to give any young guy like Reeves or any of these other guys, a chance to start. And we're going to go through a whole season like that. We know that's how he operates. So he, he was a good, he was the perfect coach for what we needed when we were in the bubble. And unfortunately, this time around, he got given and he was given a flawed lineup. He was given a flawed year. lineup and he turned around and screwed it up even worse.
1: Well, let's get to L. Rob. Uh, good man indeed. He is l Rob, thanks so much again for being a part of the Lakers Fast Break Basketball Rotational League and Fantasy <laughs> Basketball, which I won! Yay!
3: Congratulations. Gerald. I know
1: you were the man last year on it, so I had to go ahead and, and match yeah, up. Yeah, my
3: season went the way the Lakers went. Uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, it was kind of hard to get my... Uh, you're blaming injuries. Do you blame I injury? Mike uh, so climbed up
1: at the last month. I'm just going to yeah, say that. I
3: though. did. I did. But, I mean, I did have, what, I had Simmons who couldn't play. I had Kyrie who couldn't play the half the year. And, and AD, so, you know, that was a, a tough That's roster. Good. But congratulations, so. You hard iron win. So next Monday. year will be rubber, rubber match between the us. rubber
1: match next year. You got it, my friend. Yeah, but yeah, so. I do want to say again that the Lakers did win in overtime. Once again, 146 to 141. In answer to Tom, I do want to say the correct quote from Adrian Roshanowski on Twitter is that Frank Vogel has coached his final game for the Lakers, a decision that is suspected to be shared with him as soon as Monday. So he supposedly doesn't even know this. Sources as soon as tell yet. That's as soon tomorrow. as Monday mm-hmm. Lakers search expect to be lengthy and expansive. No duh with no clear initial front runner, but yeah. Ryan Howard. <laughs> yeah. He got the scoop on Shams this time around, but L Rob, great to have you here. My friend, your thoughts on the game, or is it a microcosm of the season in general of the prolonged pain? Yes. The Lakers did come out on top. You really can't take a whole lot from this game. Cause you know, in that the last game, the guys just pat the stats you know, yeah. Malik Monk is trying to make himself look good for a free agency. Austin Reeves, same thing. He's just trying to go ahead and make himself look good for hopefully a, a better position next summer or next year Money. going forward. <laughs> yeah. So, your thoughts on the game season, whatever you want to talk about, my friend, because the well, floor. First, I want to
3: yours. acknowledge Tom. I always had to bring some history in it. Tom had his uh, flashback to 1968 when the Jets and the Raiders were playing, and NBC cut away the, uh, in the last minute. The Heidi, the
0: Heidi, so, I was talking to Gerald about that. Yep. Yeah, oh, and, and L
1: Rob, Raiders if Monica you were here
3: in the last minute, and the, and the Raiders came back and won, but nobody saw it.
1: L. Rob, if you would have heard the expletives that Liker Tom oh, yeah. was shouting, he was so bad. and It was so funny. Was so
0: well, I had Gerald doing – I told Gerald to do the play-by-play bro. I was
1: doing the play-by-play for him. So that,
0: you know, I
3: said, come on, Gerald. Put an uh, effort yeah, in the, the game. Better than Bill McDonald. Yeah. Really happy for Austin Reeves, you know, yeah, to get absolutely. a triple double. And uh, especially when he was shooting the best part really of the game was actually when the Lakers were coming back late in the fourth and in overtime, seeing the bench, they were still engaged. Everybody except for Westbrook was sitting there like, "Do I have to sit through another five minutes?" And everybody else is pretty pumped for Austin Reeves. They're up, they're high fiving, they're laughing, they're clapping. And Russ is sitting there like, "Really?" Um, mm-hmm. So that, I thought that was. Pretty interesting body language if you go back and look at that. That whole Juwan Howard thing, you know, Palinka's a UAM guy. So I don't know. I yeah. think that's all, uh, I mean, Juwan Howard hasn't proven anything in college. Terrible idea. Oh my god. Started, Michigan started off as a top five team, and the team scraped and barely made it to the tournament. So, yes, of course, that makes sense. I like there was some right? sort of an in- incident
0: with him as uh with one of the players on
3: no, he, yeah, slapped, the he, he slapped the coach or hit to the coach. He threatened the coach. He threatened the coach last year, so he would. Uh, that's just a U.M. guy probably doing another U.M. guy a favor and and circulating some rumors. There's no way in the world. Well, that they, they, they included would, Rondo in it, which is why it caught my
0: attention. You know, yeah, well, Rondo.
3: That yeah, okay, I can see him as an assistant, but the rest of that just makes absolutely yeah. zero sense. So, so who knows where the Lakers go from here? You know what? I mean, I would like to see. Linka showing the door even before Vogel, but we know how those things work. The guys upstairs always gotta play the blame game and try to point the finger at someone else. Not saying Vogel should should keep his job, but um, you know, those guys in the front office really did a terrible job yep. the last couple of years and just kind of panicked. You know, I mean, ever since they, you know, got rid of Howard and and brought in whoever they brought in. Two years ago, I was like, really? Are you kidding me? And it's kind of been like a downward spiral since then. So uh, happy for Reeves. Happy, you know, to see Stanley Johnson and, and and Gabriel and those guys earn contracts for possibly next year. The Lakers need to have guys who can play a little bit deep defensive first guys. And we talked about should will be blamed for the defense. When you got uh, Westbrook, when you got LeBron, uh, when you got monk guys who are offensive first players, you know what? Those guys aren't engaged defensively. Everything starts from the top. And if your best players supposedly aren't engaged on defense and aren't leading with effort, then you know what? I mean, you, so you're expecting the rest of the guys to do it? That just doesn't make sense.
0: Are you saying that LeBron and AD weren't playing great defense this year? Well, I think because, AD played decent. And, and before I put you on the spot, let me say that if you, one of the things that jumps out if you look at the team defensive, the individual net ratings of the players on the team, LeBron and AD basically their defensive ratings. If you rank it by defensive ratings, neither one of them is even in the top five players on the team. So, what yeah. you just said really sort of rang a bell with me that that. That's a big part of what the problem yeah. was with the defense this year was, like you said, when the the top guys don't lead.
3: Yeah, how I, mean, I did think to defensive effort. I mean, I thought his, his his defense was pretty consistent most of the year. Maybe it didn't reflect on the performance. LeBron's defense, I thought. I mean, but well, let's face it, he's thirty seven years old, so and scoring, I mean,
0: leading the league in
3: scoring. He yeah, he wanted to focus on that, and he did a great job in scoring, but. You know, maybe this team needed more defense from him. Russ has never focused on defense.
2: Russ Russ cost us a couple of last minute, uh, last second defensive plays in games where the team made the winning shot, and he, his his defense was actually worse. Was the worst thing about him being here? It was his defense? It wasn't yeah, so yeah. much the fact that he was turning it's the the blown, ball ro-
0: the blown rotations are just as disheartening as the yeah. blown yeah. layers we, yes. coming in. We're we're now we're now coming, I didn't in.
3: know it was
2: going to be that bad. Jeez.
3: Well, yeah. right. I mean, he did the same thing. I mean, if you've been watching Russ, but we thought his offense was you know, in other places, his you know other areas of his game made up for it. And this year, the other areas were you know just as leaky. So it really. You know made it bad, so there's so much blame to go around. I, we mean, we really don't have enough time to. Well, I know Robbie it. wanted to cover it, Even the uh, role guys, when you, you know, even even the role guys, you know, the guys that were supposed to play defense. Man, why is his name escaping? Trevor no nah, I mean, Trevor, him? I mean, Trevor's too old. I mean, Kim Baysmore, Ken
1: Baysmore didn't was, the yeah, start
3: off with Kim Baysmore starting, he was supposed to be the defensive guy.
1: Well the fans at Golden State, they were happy to get rid of him. Yes. And now you know other fan
3: fan bases celebrating when you pick up their players. That's not a good, good sign. <laughs> no. no not.
1: No. Oh boy. Just a shame. But El Rob, great thoughts. Robbie, great question. Is as, as well. Again, a lot is being blamed on LeBron. I don't you can't put the whole blame on LeBron. It's an organizational problem. Yeah. When you get to this level, when you go down to this, the whole organization from top to bottom has issues that needs to be done with and needs to be taken care of. It needs to be fixed. I think it starts with Jeannie and goes all the way down from there. I think, I think a lot of it does with Rob as well. I think she needs to, if she cannot commit to making and building a team that is going to cost some money, then you know what? Maybe it's a better interest if she goes ahead and sells the team. I've said it throughout the past few weeks and I'm going to continue to say it. I know it's not going to happen. I already know it's not going to happen because I know what the, the, this team needs to the buses. I get that, but you know, you see the other teams, you see what the golden state warriors are doing. They're willing to go ahead and do what it takes to go over that cap extensively and still build upon that. So again, there's this is an organizational thing. I don't think you have the right GM in place. I don't think you have the right people in place to make the decisions going forward. We'll wait and see. Maybe you'll prove us wrong, but well, Joe, hold on, hold on, hold on! I, I
2: want to try to understand something here. When you when you have a team that is being controlled by an agency, how are they going to operate? They're not controlled uh, by an agency. What
0: do they're you controlled by? Right? Clutch aren't they? No, they're not. If they were controlled by Clutch, let's put it this way: there are probably situations. Clutch has a big where, influence with the Lakers. Where clutch so has a is- big influence on the team, both positively and negatively. I think that we didn't trade THT because. Clutch,
1: clutch. We didn't trade
0: Tht
2: do. because his potential was there, and we we didn't want to give up on some guy who's twenty years old who's showing skills. No, I, I, That's the only reason. I think why. if it had
0: not been a clutch client, Tht would have been gone, and Lowry would have been here. And you know, so there's a give and take that you get from that situation. But they traded away two two clutch people to to get to get Russ. You know, so it's it's not. It's not a situation like that, and and there are lots of situations where there isn't a conflict, but occasionally there is a conflict. You know, especially when THT was up for that trade. So that's one of the things that they have to resolve. They got six things that they've got to take care of. They've got a number one. They have to do something about the whole situation that Jeannie's making. The Jeannie who admits she doesn't know basketball is 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 listening to a whole bunch of she people. She said that. Yes, she's admitted before that she's not an X and O's basketball person like her dad was.
2: Neither was Phil Jackson.
0: She's a, she's a business. She's a businesswoman. Okay, but the problem is, is that she's listening to
1: D- D- Dr. Linda, on an X she's and o, X to, and O's she's O's guy
0: to Linda and and Kurt Rambis. She's listening to Rob Palinka and she's listening to Magic Johnson. Well, my belief is that the only way that you're going to get any change in the front office. Is if you bring Magic Johnson back? As a hold coach. on, hold on.
2: I gotta say this. I gotta say this, guys. <laughs> Magic Johnson is one of the greatest that ever played. Correct. Okay. Yes. How was he as a coach? Terrible. How was he as a player? Whatever the hell he was.
1: How was he as a vice president?
2: Yeah. As a basketball executive? Yes. The, the he last was, as job. General
0: manager. He was terrible. Terrible.
2: Terrible. Terrible. Who knows X's and O's better than Magic? Okay now let me let, me, let, let me get let me get to this the issue, the weird thing about all this is what is the job of the i'm going to just gonna say general manager player personnel whatever general manager i'm just gonna call the middle guy right the owner the middle guy and then the players right so what is the job of the gm the job depends of the on, gm Depends on the owner okay so the owner is you're telling me that the owner is not allowing the gm like who who called these shots. Was it Rob?
0: No, you got Was two Listen, you got two kinds of owners, Joe. You got you got guys like Jerry, Jerry Bus, uh, or the guy from the Cowboys who really want to be involved in Jerry everything Jones. that happens with their team. And that's why his team okay.
1: and so, so
0: they're basically going to make most of but those big decisions. You're telling themselves. me Jeannie and then you have the people like Jeannie who should hire the best professional lady could get yet. They should go out and hire, you know, Messiah Jury or somebody like that to run the club and just say here it's yours. Run it. Okay, but that's so, not what they're yeah, doing, and that's not is, what they're ever going to do.
1: He's got a great deal with Toronto, so he's not yeah. leaving. He's not. So, watching. Know, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm but as an example. example I get it. Yeah, so uh, the next step- here's here's the thing. What 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 is? I'm not
0: proposing that Magic be the general manager. I'm proposing that Rob do that job. What I'm saying though is, if you bring back one thing, Genie should know from this year is that. Maybe I don't want to fire Rob, but I better be looking at what's happening with the, how he's doing because the last two years have been disastrous. Yeah. So you bring Magic Johnson in as a consultant. I don't consultant think last because, year was a disaster, though. Because he, wait a minute, he, he was the one who wanted to get Magic. He wanted to get LeBron James. He's the one who wanted to get Anthony Davis. He has the ability to have a vision. He thinks outside of the box, whereas nobody else in the Lakers organization does. They all are basically fighting to have their voices heard with Genie, to have their advice listened to. They're not at all talking about what is the direct decisions that need to be made about this team. We don't have enough size. Do we get a new center and move LeBron and AD to the other positions? Or do we just stay small? There's a whole bunch of decisions like that that have got to be made both strategically. Do we – do we actually trade Russell Westbrook or do we hold him and have $35 million to go at the end of the year after this year to go out and recruit a, somebody to replace him? You can't. You, can't.
2: You, you, only, you, you have LeBron's time is done. You, well, you have you, to,
0: that would be for the second year of the last two years of LeBron's to, this, time.
2: And again, you're, you're talking about a guy who's going to go into his 20th year. Right. But there's, there's, big,
0: there's big decisions to be made, and I would rather have Magic Johnson be in an official part of that inner circle making those types of decisions.
2: He, he's, he should not be anywhere near the anywhere
0: near. All right, let's start
1: this. Let's, okay, let's finish right now because I want to get L Rob in here. L Rob, okay, I am not for Magic Johnson coming no. back to the Lakers in he's any capacity. I, I think you know I love Magic. I've got something right on here the wall that's that has Magic on it. I know you, know you don't like Michigan him. State. Come on. You are Michigan State through and through. But as a, as a man thinking clearly, mm-hmm. as I've always tried to on this show, I would say it's not in the Lakers' best interest to go ahead and have Magic Johnson come back. He's I'm
0: influencing, influencing he Genie already. Back. can so Already is.
1: will right. right. be we, we, Let him uh, Magic on.
3: in some type of role or not, he's going to have some type of influence with Jeannie Buss because of their relationship. Should he be in an official capacity – Probably not. He doesn't want to put the work in. I mean, as he showed when he was in an official capacity, but um, should he have some input on some things? Can he have some influence with players? Yeah. So you, 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 you can he self-create go to L.A.? You just, you just have to know how to use them. But Rob Linker definitely should be feeling some heat. You know what? But like you guys, like you said from the beginning, Gerald, is it's Gene Bus committed? It's, I mean, Forget that you don't know X's and O's like Jerry Buss. You're not committed to win like Jerry Buss. Uh, You know, reportedly they wanted, you know, AC was everyone wanted to keep him. The one guy on the team who did the little things, who was focused on defense and the Lakers let him walk. If this was Jerry Buss's Lakers, Caruso wouldn't have walked. And the team would have more continuity. They would have had somebody with a defensive focus. So Jeannie Buss... Are you going to spend the money? Are you going to be committed to to trying to win championships and doing the things it takes? That one move showed you weren't committed. So Agreed. It's got to start with you. Yeah, get rid of Vogel, get rid of Palinka. But are you as committed? And you're not. You're showing you're not. So Lakers fans are too smart for that. We we see it. We love you. We love you because you are a bus But. I mean, we're going to call you out. We're going to call you out. We're going to call Mag out. We're going to call Palenka out. We're going to call Bo out. We're going to call LeBron out. We're going to call everybody. home to the cows come on. Let's start at the top. Are you committed? Answer that question and show me.
1: Yeah, I mean, right now, L.A. is in a city where you have right down the street, or actually your tenant for this, what, next few weeks until they move into their own arena. You got the Clippers, got their going to a new arena, going to be more attractive. Gonna be newer. Gonna be something where the owner has tons more money than bus. Joe, you sleep on it. Who has the better record right now? Who has the better future going forward? Cares about
0: the Clippers. Don't worry about the Clippers, man. You'll win something first. Uh, I hear you
1: guys saying, "Don't worry about the Clippers." I I couldn't
2: care less. Couldn't. By the way, not could. Couldn't. I'll be. I'll be dead and
0: buried long before the
2: Clippers are irrelevant. Clippers are (laughs) just. They're a skid mark.
1: What is really? all this Clipper yeah. talk? You don't understand right now. You guys no don't see the LA bigger picture. You them. never do. You never do. I I'm think about you know, titles, right? baby.
2: That's what I'm about. I'm all right. about titles. Nothing. Right now, the Lakers
1: far away Clippers from a title. With all this stuff that's happened. We look with, far away from a title right now. All this stuff. All this, this stuff, stuff
2: for 10 years, okay? After we got shellacked by David Stern, okay? After we got shellacked and got derailed, For almost a decade, we still ended up winning a championship before those clowns. Championship,
1: right? And I'll take that every time out. We're tied with Boston. That's great. But what does the future now hold for the Lakers? That's the problem. That's the question.
2: I think it's it. We're we're. I'm upset about. I'm upset about the team playing like garbage. This other stuff that's come up has kind of infiltrated my brain, and I'm I'm finally starting to get out of it a little bit. I'm not. Look, we went from. No one, we went from AD getting injured in the playoffs where we could have won that series to in a year, we made two or three decisions that were catastrophic. I mean, no, this bad. And and then on top of that, the whole world came on top of it all at once. And then there was a curse and then there was this and all that. And then all of a sudden now we want to sell the team, get a new general manager, shoot the dog, do this, like
1: (laughs) calm down. Okay,
0: let the dog go. Yeah, we
2: don't
1: want want to keep the dog. Holding (laughs) holding on to that dog thing, my gosh, it's scaring me. Uh, But you know, it is humans and their dogs, man. (laughs) L Rob, again, I I agree with you that uh, not needs to be put in check because there is a lot that needs to be done when it comes to the Los Angeles Lakers. Are you convinced at all? Since uh, you know you are so so astute as far as what you see, I think over the course of the season, your your thoughts on this has been right on the money almost every time. You know, just as better than any one of us, that's for sure. So you tell me over the course of the summer, do you think the Lakers will be able to make the changes that will put them back into relevancy once again?
3: Well, I mean, if Anthony Davis is healthy, big if LeBron James can turn back the time machine again, they already have a good team. I mean, that's, a, that's as good a foundation as you want. I mean, you can't, so you don't freak out like Joe was saying, you don't panic. You don't throw the baby out. You don't do all that stuff. Oh, don't forget the dog. Yeah, the dog. So can they move Russell Westbrook? I do not have confidence in the team being able to move Russell Westbrook. And and as as much as it pains me, I think, like I said, at the, at the All-Star break, they weren't going to be able to move him. I, and now, at this point, you are actually better off holding him unless you can really get find a deal. And having that chip coming up with this next trade deadline
1: or whatever. Yeah, the the next next trade deadline deadline. next Next February, I think, is probably Yeah. So
3: bring in a strong coach, somebody who's going to, you know, check them and and make sure they, you know, run things the way they want to run them, bench them when he needs to be benched, do whatever we want to be done. But the most important thing is the other three or four guys you're going to bring in to fill out the roster. It's figuring that part out and bring in some defensive first guys and some guys who can can fit and under and 35 and all of these 35 plus guys. Come on. Yeah. So Agreed. I, did I answer your question? No, I don't have confidence in them being able to move Russ. I'm very shaky on their ability to uh, fill out the roster properly, but they do have AD and LeBron. So they are in a decent position that if they stumble across a couple Good moves, the steam, the steam will still be tough and they'll be hungry.
1: Well, I know that's something we speculate on the last game, but do you think that they can get through a season, both of them healthy?
3: I think A D can. I mean, I think I mean, his injuries were kind of freakish. I don't know about LeBron. You know, for all the Time at you know, 20th year, whatever year it is, he's gonna get he's gonna need some time off and he's gonna get banged up. So more confidence in A D than I do in LeBron. Actually. they have to move he's, west from here.
2: There is no – if the Westbrook comes back next year, it's it, look for the same result.
1: Now, Robbie brings up another great question that we talked about last time. This is something that that Joe and Laker Tom were arguing over. Should the Lakers keep AD? That's a bigger question. Your thoughts on keeping AD?
3: Trade value. What are you going to give AD?
1: Yeah.
3: Check. He's more valuable to the Lakers than he is anybody else. Just Check.
1: Yeah, it doesn't hurt to kick the calls, right? Doesn't hurt. Yeah,
3: but you have to, yeah. See if somebody thinks they're one piece away and they want to give up, you know, somebody wants to, you know, give you four or five good players for them, or three or four good players for them. Fill up your
2: draft picks. What if Miami sent Bam and Hero and three first round picks? Would you consider that?
1: That would make me think. Yes, that would make me yes. Tom's like well, you know that stuff I told you. Tom's on? like, he's thinking. He's think, got that thinking moment.
3: The Lakers are. Well, you know, this is where you really forget that it's
0: Sports that own, that is the. Oh, I thought Clutch wasn't by. running the Lakers.
1: Yeah, I thought Clutch wasn't running
0: yeah, the Lakers. Yeah, but, but you're not going to go and trade the, the number. <laughs> and there's a reason why. Why we got, got you, Tom. To Actually, I could have got you two here.
2: shows ago, but I—I I, I was no. I was but relaxed. there's a reason
0: why they did this. They got them together to play here because they felt the synergism of the two stars in the same city would be better for both of them. Play here.
2: Right, which he's not hasn't been doing a lot of, and that's the point. Well, but how you know, many games
1: have they missed? How many games has AD missed over the course of yeah, the past two seasons?
0: There's a pretty there's a pretty standard rule that almost every general manager and every major sport is going to do, which is they're not going to the superstar is going to have to break his legs in in half before they're going to get rid of him because of that.
1: Robbie's because saying, hang is in the there, closest Tom.
0: example that we've got the, the Lakers are not going to the Lakers are not going to trade LeBron James. They're not going to trade Anthony Davis. LeBron James is going to sign an extension. The Lakers are going to go out and and pay the luxury taxes and compete at that level because that was sort of everything that's already been ironed out. The great question now is what happens? And and, And to answer Gerald's question, yes, I think the Lakers will have no problem moving Russell Westbrook because I think that his contract at this point in time is an asset in fact what worries me more than anything else is it could be such a good such a good asset that the team may decide to keep it
1: it doesn't get that deal they don't get the deal anywhere. if
0: they want because that that means that the summer after this summer we would have almost 40 million dollars in cap space available to add somebody to lebron and ad cuz they'd be the only two guys under contract
1: it doesn't become a huge asset until February when the teams know in the NBA exactly where they stand. They don't know no, exactly where they stand. Yeah, They're all no, optimistic. Most of those the
0: teams are making their plans in between seasons, not in the middle of the season. You'll find some people who get rid of him in the middle of the season. If he doesn't sign the extension, I'm positive that he's already agreed to sign the extension. It's August 4th, so it has to be verbally agreed because we have to make moves in July. So, you know, I – the two, have, on, the two draft picks that we have, the two draft picks that we have, we may have to make unprotected because they're post-LeBron draft picks. That's terrible. And they have they have a lot of value, you know. There, we could have made several deals just with one draft pick last time. Now we've got two draft picks and Russ's expiring contract. And as I said, is that contract is so good that that Joe is right. They're, there's going to be a part of the team if they don't get exactly what they want. In Russ Russell Westbrook trade, they're going to say, well, well we're going to keep him because when that $47 million comes off, the Lakers are going to have cap space. And then hopefully they'll have Magic Johnson by that time to sell the third superstar that's going to come here to play with LeBron James and Anthony Davis.
1: L Rob, you wanted to say something? I know you. we couldn't make out what you were saying, my friend. Sorry about that. Yeah. They don't need a third superstar,
3: Tom. They need. Somebody. I
1: actually agree they with you 100%. Something.
3: All, that's,
1: that's, and that's a total reversal of what you said at the beginning of this year. I'm just they gonna... need some
3: average oh, players. They just need some good players that can yeah. play their role. And, and yeah. they need the KCPs of the world, uh, Alex Caruso's of the world.
0: That's actually the, exactly the big decision
3: yeah. that they really need
0: someone like Magic Johnson to make for this team, which is, do we go after another third star? Because the problem with Russ is he was just the wrong guy. It wasn't just that Russ was the wrong guy; it left you with only two other starters to make up, to fill all of the holes that you'd have that your superstars couldn't do. So I, you know, I agree with you hundred percent. I mean, I, I and, and Gerald, you're right. I I bought into the third star at the start of the year.
1: Yes, and I did. It.
0: I did it because partly because I also felt that we needed to respond to Brooklyn because I felt they were going to be the team to beat. And um, both teams ended up wanting to play in yeah, one in the play-in tournament, one didn't even make the play-in tournament. But I know I, I think it's been pretty well proven unless you unless you get lucky like the Warriors did and you get a superstar like step on a contract that's very low, or you you run into that that year when the there's a big jump in the salary cap so that you can absorb somebody. Otherwise, there's just not enough money. You 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 I don't care even if who the superstars are, you have to be incredibly lucky and choose the right guys and find somebody like Rondo and Markeith Morris who played so well during that. Bubbles Championship, to be able to, you know, to win and when you have the lineups like we got now, I mean I don't care who it is choosing the 12 guys that you're going to add to LeBron and AD they're going to be some hits and they're going to be some misses, I mean and You just need more hits than misses, you Yeah, yeah, and we've had more misses than hits Yeah, we have very little hits recently Well, we've had some persistent we've had some persistent misses that are killers like, you know, like DeAndre Jordan and and uh, Drummond and, you know, the
1: situation. You know, and <laughs> Ellington and – yeah, shall yeah, I continue? I Ariza, can, shall yeah. I continue?
2: No, no more Ellington. He's been on the last two disastrous –
0: No, but then, teams. then you do have Reeves and Monk and, and Johnson. I, I think Stanley Johnson definitely is going to be one of our seven to ten rotation players next year, you yeah. know.
1: Robbie, I just wanted to answer your question real quick because he's saying that LBJ wants to play with Steph. Chances LBJ will go to the Warriors or Steph comes to the Lakers. I would say if you had to bet on one, I would say LBJ to the Warriors, but that's it's a long shot at best. As yeah, Steph said on. he'll
0: see him in the All-Star game.
2: Yeah. Will here? What, what, what is this?
1: I'm answering a question from what our. What is this game.
2: guy every five minutes? I want to play with this guy. I want to play with that guy. I want to play with my son. I want to play with my kids.
1: That's I want my lot. kids to work
2: with me, but like, that's, that's what you do every.
0: That's thing. what you do every day when you go to the gym. You see who's there and who's going to be on your team, and got you recruit that guy. And that hey, is we need why, a big. This is this is this is <laughs> we need a point guard. This explains
2: why this whole thing is just a. just What do you shut want? want? The old thing where
0: they punch each other out at the end of every shut game. Shut up, and not you, Tom. Everybody? Not you, Tom.
2: I meant like
1: LeBron. Like really? I want to play with Steph. Did he really say that? Yeah. I know Laker Thomas wanted to punch me out a few times, but be that as it may. We'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. Once again, the Lakers do win in their final game. Tremendous performances from Austin Reeves and Malik Monk, 146 to 141 in overtime as the Lakers finish their season. 33 and 49, a very scintillating season. Didn't lose
0: 50 games.
1: Yes, we didn't lose 50 games as you had predicted over a week ago. That's good that that prediction did not come true, (laughs) but it is most likely going to go down for quite some time as one of the worst, if not the worst, Lakers season. Where's our draft pick?
0: Where would our draft pick end up?
1: Well, the draft pick is going to go New to Orleans. Memphis. Yeah. No, Memphis? no, New Orleans, New, New Orleans, Orleans uh, New Orleans. Yeah. They're right. Right. If it goes under, if it's one through 10, it's New Orleans. If it's ten, eleven 11 and over, it's Memphis. I believe But That's okay. correct. Yeah. Let everybody know. I've been looking at this. Half the NBA draft sites have it wrong. Half, half of them have it right, half of them have it wrong. So be careful when you look out there. Exactly. They'll, they'll all, if you don't like what Memphis you
0: see, there. you're probably on the wrong site.
1: Probably, probably indeed. But before we head on out, yeah, exactly. 41 lineups that we've had, 41 different starting lineups. That tells it all right there.
2: I, 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 they you know, matched, you
1: before we talk MVPs?
2: They matched the 1993-94 Lakers in record. And that team had no one on it. Hardly anyone. Yeah. That's how bad. I remember thinking, I, I remember seeing 33 and 49. I had to look. I had to go back to the 94 season. That, well, that, I hope or,
1: Frank Vogel though keeps his his nice you know uniform that he had on. He, that was really good. That, that, that's how
2: they, they need to, to bring back this. the suits.
1: No, no, no. I don't yes. I don't want to see I don't want to see any pit they stains. They look like college boys. I don't want to see any pit stains. No, absolutely no, not. No, I don't want to see any pit stains. This is at no. the
2: eighties with Doug Moe wearing a flannel no,
1: sports no. jacket. Come on. Half those half the guys in the league are not <laughs> in the best of shape. Gotta admit that if anybody needs to wear a
2: suit, it's Tom Thibodeau. He no, cannot wear they those look shirts. much
1: better, they look much better without the suits. I'll say without the suits, it is, plus no. it's advertising. I never want to buy a suit that they're wearing, especially with all the I, I,
2: I, I like
0: right. suits, I'd
1: rather buy the uh, you look the, better that way. Uh, I do not know. I take the jogging suits every time. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know, here's another, here's another way to look at this season. There were only 21 games where we had all three of the superstars, and our record during those 21 games was 11 and 10. So if we'd played 82 games, we might've finished 42 and 40. If we'd had our whole lineup, That's something there. to brag about? Well, no, I'm just pointing out
2: that, you know, that. You're really stretching, Tom.
0: Well, no, I, there, there is an argument on the other side <sighs> about the team not getting a chance to see how those three guys could play. And if they could take what they had this year, Laugh all you want, but the truth of the matter is we're going to be hearing these arguments from different quarters of the Internet and different people in the in the Lakers universe talking how many, about it.
2: Well, how about, how should, about first LeBron not want keep telling the world he wants to play with everyone that's not on his team first? We start also, there, then we can go on.
1: Look into the actual 21 games. How many times did all three of them play well? That's another thing, because usually... When
0: they still had a negative net rating for the three of them on the court. There you
1: go. Well, it's, there you go. There you go, indeed. But I mean, we could argue about this yes. all day long and we've got all but, summer to argue about it. Who's arguing? Well, we have been for most of the past hour, but before we've we had an out, Lee, Lee Rob isn't arguing L Rob. Well, L Rob's a smart guy of us. So no, I would love this. to, I mean,
3: let's, let's, let's move on. Let's, let's get yeah. Russ out. Let's get a good trade. I think the question is, do I have confidence in the guys making the car to make the right trade? Not just, I don't, so, but
2: Well, you need to talk to Mr. Rich, (laughs) who runs the company, right? Right, right? right. Uh, Hire Magic. Magic's already Uh, already Hire hire Magic so he can tell us how much he loves Ja Morant, and then he gets fined.
1: Yes, no.
2: (laughs) But if If
0: John Morant became a free agent, there's nobody better that I'd like to have go sell him for the Lakers. He's not going to become a free
1: agent for a long, long time. Let's even don't even put that into your mind.
0: Yeah, he's got a pretty good team situation where he is. He's about
1: ready to get paid a lot more on extension. But before we hunt him out,
0: Trey, uh, Trey Trey probably our target because he's Robbie is asking a great
1: question. What will your live schedule be for postseason and or summer? We are going to continue to go ahead and do shows at least twice a week. Good question, Robbie. I think it's going to base off of what we're going to be doing uh, for volume, for the metrics. I think probably a show on Sunday nights is probably a good thing for us as well because it drops Monday on the uh, podcast outlet. So it means good numbers for us. Plus also as well, i like to do one show at least Wednesday or Thursday night as well. But I will post on the Lakers Fast Break Facebook site. I will post a schedule going forward for the summer. I think that's a great idea, Robbie. Thank you so much. Appreciate, again, everything that you do for us. Truly appreciate it. But before we head on out, MVP talk. Robbie, please let me know in the comments who you think should be the MVP for this year. It comes down to three, El Rob. We've got Giannis. We've got Jokic, who you heard in the crowd today. They just really want Jokic to win, no doubt. And also Joel Embiid. So I want to hear your thoughts on which of those three, or is it someone else that you want for MVP this year?
3: Well, make no mistake about it. Uh the Joker is the best player in the league. He is he, I mean, so do you give the MVP to the best player? He I mean, think about it. He lost, you know, the second and third best player. And they had a better or equally as good as record last year as they had this year, as they had the year before, so I mean, his play has just been incredible to me. So I know people like to see whoever got the best record and all that stuff. I mean, they almost won fifty games. He's the best player in the league.
1: No, they did win fifty. They won fifty-one. They tied yeah. Milwaukee and they also tied Boston. No, I'm talking about
3: Jokic. I'm talking about the Jokic. Oh,
1: Jokic. Okay, and Denver. Yeah, Come yeah, on, Aaron, on,
3: forty-eight. They won forty-eight.
1: Yeah, forty-eight.
3: Yeah, no. So <laughs> yeah, he they, he lost his top two. You know, number two and number. three I was guys. looking at records. Sorry. And he held it down for him. He plays every single game. I mean, he's the best player. He deserves it. Giannis. Won
0: three more games. That's is all. probably his
3: second best MB. I mean, he had a great year and he's in the conversation. And throw Booker in there since Phoenix. It was yeah, the best. Yeah, but with Murray. Yeah, but Murray and, and,
1: yeah, with Murray. Yeah, with Murray.
3: If I had a vote, I'm giving it to Jokic.
1: There you go, indeed. Laker Tom, your thoughts on MVP before we head on out?
0: I would give it to Yoki also, um, <laughs> even though you know. I mean, he forty-eight. He won forty-eight games. The other guy's won fifty-one. It's three games difference. It's no big deal. Um, but to do without I, you, to you know, do without
1: Murray and with do without Porter. Yeah, I mean,
0: otherwise, I, you know, I do. I, I I do think that I do think that Booker belongs in the conversation. Yes. But the Problem is, is that you've got Chris Paul there, even though he's been injured, and that always splits up. You know the situation it's like 80 and LeBron. It's always a difficult situation when you've got two superstars on the same team. But I think Nikola Jokic is by far the, from whatever definition you use for MVP, I think that he's the most valuable player. If you have a different definition for MVP, such as being the best player in the league or something like that, then I might differ. But for the guy who's most valuable for his team, that team cannot win without him. You know, it's, he makes the biggest difference.
1: Robbie's also agrees with you. Jokic is Robbie's choice, saying that Giannis and Bede are not close to Jokic's abilities as far as being able to go ahead and do so many different things. I agree with you that Jokic, the fact, the fact that the whole offense is structured around him, and that he's improved so much on the defensive end, and the fact that he did it without, like you said, El Rob, their second and third best players, I think you got to go ahead as well. For me, Jokic, but. Last but certainly not least, my friend, Joe, MVP thoughts before we head on out.
2: Jokic came out the last couple of weeks, right? I mean, they weren't talking about him being the MVP the last few weeks, were they? Yes. It's
0: It's probably been a head-to-head with Embiid and Jokic
3: for the last month. Embiid was a favorite for
1: a little while, but then Jokic won in that last polling they were doing.
3: Which is part of the problem, Joe. He should have been in the conversation from the very beginning. Right.
2: Well, he had a 2,000-1,500 season, which has never happened in the league. I, I was shocked at that. Uh, I thought maybe Kevin Garnett or Larry Bird would have had that, but apparently they didn't. I guess if you had to explain it, if Embiid had gotten the first seed in the East, I would have given it to him. But Jokic, Jokic had a better season than he had last year, and he was an MVP. So, yeah, you have to go with Jokic.
1: Yeah, I think it's unanimous. There's really no one
2: else uh, that I could think of other than maybe Giannis Booker. I don't really, I don't know. I don't. I, I keep forgetting about him, and when I forget about something, it, something's probably not. It's
0: Justin Phoenix is so good
2: that you you yeah, feel I like think, he deserves. Think, yeah, he's good movies. too. I'm not trying to dog on yeah, on, no, on, no, on no, Booker. I, I mean, I I think. I mean, he, he's he's when we played him, he was. He was making shots like Kobe used to make yeah, shots.
0: They made, they won 64 games, man. Yeah. Nobody was even close yeah. to it. But I do he think, think I know not talk about,
2: team. I know we talked about the coach. And again, I, I, I should have, I don't know. Sometimes we we start talking and I kind of veer off, but I, I, I actually think that Eric Spolstra should be the coach of the year. What he did to what have him on one seat. I think that should, I think that should, I think he, he did a great job. What about Jenkins. That, no, was Jenkins, no, that was your pick when Yeah, we did, that man. was my pick, but I, 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 started thinking. I'm like, you know, are you going to take that pick back? No, no, I'm going you know, Jenkins. Jenkins. is going to be, uh, but but we gotta we gotta give some props to to, to Spolstro. And I think Monty though, you gotta give it to Monty. Yeah, Bonnie gotta six, give it to
0: Monty, six, man. Sixty four games. How many? I mean, games does he have to win? win? Yeah, you win? Win? You you throw, win. throw you doke in the conversation. More games. games? That turn around, Boston. Yeah. How about That's
3: that? Okay. What happened there? Jeez. Yeah, so how come tonight? those guys woke up? So and they like, were worthy they candidates for that. They were killing I'm you, people. I'm with you, Gerald, though. I, I still have to go with Monty. I mean to yeah. the, the, the yeah. incredible season Phoenix yes. had.
1: Yeah, I um, agree. Although it's close, like you guys said, you know, all those are great choices. Udoka for Phoenix like, needs to win it all, up.
3: by the way.
2: They right. have to win it all this year.
1: Well, yeah. we, we should small, do a playoff preview. We need yeah. to do a playoff preview. Let's get the plan settled. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I mean, because we got the plans coming up this week. We can go ahead and do a plan now, as far as the preview right here for you. So, your thoughts on the plans? I mean, we're going to be seeing what is it? Uh, Brooklyn playing Cleveland, and then Atlanta playing Charlotte. First off, uh, how do you think the East is going to go as far as the seventh through tenth seeds? But when it's all settled out, Tom, I'll start with you first.
0: Who's? I don't even know who's playing.
1: Oh uh, well, there you go. Up to date, Brooklyn is seventh, Cleveland is eighth, Atlanta is ninth, and Charlotte is tenth.
3: Brooklyn and Atlanta.
1: Oh, there you go. All right. L Rob, your thoughts?
3: Yeah, I agree with Tom. Atlanta's, Atlanta's finally playing like they were expected to play um, all season. So yeah, I see them uh, moving up and, and, and moving on and nobody's, yeah, Brooklyn's gonna win the first game. And all be- right.
1: Yeah, I agree with you guys. I think Brooklyn and Atlanta, I think that Cleveland has just been so injured. They, they had such great momentum, and it's such a great season for them. They, they were only expected to win. The right. Vegas had them, I think, over under 29 wins. So to tell you, they've already won already the season in so many different ways. They've got such a bright future ahead. Joe, your thoughts on the plans for the East, and then we'll cover the West? We'll Same,
2: play. yeah, Atlanta and, and
1: Brooklyn. Yeah, I just think right now, yeah, you got they've got a lot of momentum behind them, both of them. Uh, Robbie saying the Cavs over the Nets. Ooh, going for the upset on that. And then the Hawks. So you think the Cavs and the Hawks will advance to the playoffs. Ooh, very good choice. Bold choice there, Robbie. Excellent. Right, Excellent. The
0: Cavs and Hawks can't advance to the playoffs because they're what the mean, 9 and 10. Team.
1: Yeah, but the, the Cavs, if the Cavs beat the Nets. Don't number the number
0: team has to be the winner of the 7 and 8.
1: Do the Nets still, to get into the playoffs, have to win a game?
0: So who is the 9 and 10?
1: Who's nine and ten? Nine and ten is Charlotte and Atlanta.
0: So Charlotte and Atlanta cannot win the number seven seed. No, but they can if, win the number eight seed.
1: If the Cavs win the ne- over the Nets, the Cavs would go to the seven seed. The Nets would be fighting to go into the playoffs then against the winner of Atlanta and Charlotte. Correct. Right. Right. So Robbie's saying that the Nets would be eliminated. And also the Charlotte were twice
0: to be eliminated.
1: Yeah, he's saying they that would lose both. Yeah, right. he, it would be a massive meltdown. I'd Love of, to yeah. see that, Robbie. Oh, yeah, we'd all love to see that. That would be okay. We've been hard on the Lakers. Oh my gosh, the New no, York media. I, I
3: don't want to see that. I want to see. I, I want to see the Nets play. Who's the two seed in the East?
1: Two seed in the East is Boston.
3: Yes, I don't want Boston to get a cakewalk. I want to see Boston have to beat. A really good uh, team that's worthy no, of the No, it's the Bucks. It's so, the Bucks. No,
1: no, according to yeah. Eastern, it's Boston.
3: Yeah, I think the Bucks, I think the Bucks wanted to make sure they positioned themselves. Sure? Everybody wants yeah. to play the Bulls.
1: ESPN has them as the second seed, Boston. Yeah. yeah. Here's Let's okay. give everybody a rundown. Miami, Boston, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, Toronto's in fifth. Kudos to them. They came back strong this season. Chicago, which was leading the Eastern Conference, they fell hard to six. Then you have the plan that we just discussed. So, and that's why Milwaukee
3: positioned themselves to play the Bulls. I mean, that's really not fitting for a defending champion, yeah. Not to try to win the, you know, to get the higher seed. But they could have. I mean, they sit Giannis today. They could have won today and kept the second seed. But what do they do? They sit him, get blew out by somebody, so they can play the Bulls. And I don't, I don't. I mean, as much as I like the Bucs, I don't
1: like that. Yeah, Uh, I know Sean Grice had mentioned that as well. He was uh, laughing hard. Are they worried
2: about Brooklyn Brooklyn, probably, huh?
1: Probably. Let's go over to the Mm -hmm. Western Conference plan. I'll run down the first six seeds. It's Phoenix, Memphis, Golden State. Dallas is in fourth. Utah is in fifth. So that makes that nice little matchup there between Dallas and Utah. Denver is in sixth. And then in the plans, you have Minnesota, the Clippers, New Orleans, and San Antonio. So, Robbie, let us know your thoughts on the Western Conference standings as far as the plane is concerned. Guys, I'm going to start with you, Joe, first. With the Western Conference playing, you have Minnesota and L.A., and then you have New Orleans and San Antonio. Who are the two teams heading into the playoffs, in your opinion?
2: This is a tough one.
1: Uh, That is a tough one.
2: It's an easy one. It's got to be Timberwolves and Clippers.
1: Yeah. I agree. I think that, that, especially with with Paul George coming back, I really think that that makes. But the, then again, the Clippers are better.
2: Maybe, uh, maybe not. The Clippers
1: played well last year. So
2: yeah, the they, they, yeah, they good. Good for them. They played well. For oh, what? What they win?
1: More than the Lakers this year, that's for sure. Who's
0: gonna win seventh though between those two teams? That'll be
3: yeah.
1: That'll be interesting.
0: The, Minnesota, the, the Pat
3: Pat Beverly invitation. All right. Yeah, yes. he gets to go up against his old team. How many, count,
0: I think, how I many think minnesota keys. I think Minnesota too will win the seventh. So. Yeah. No, well, four,
1: I, four, I agree four, with you, Robbie. Four Clippers will lose two in the first round. I agree with you. Yeah. 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 I, think Robbie think Clippers I think what Joe said
3: is the probably one of the most intriguing things, though, is how will the Suns play with the pressure on them? How will they play in those win. later rounds as being as championship or bust? You know, they'll get to you know live the life for the Lakers for a while.
2: Let's say the Clippers get the eighth seed. They're gonna dispatch the Clippers. Then yeah. they're gonna play either Dallas or Utah. They'll beat them and then they'll probably face Memphis. I, I think they're gonna have they're not gonna have as easy as a road as last year, but but it pretty close. Yeah. So they're I don't know if they can beat Memphis, to be honest with you. I think yeah. that Memphis I,
0: I,
3: think, I think I, mean, they, I, I think that I a- think 50, 50 Let's have game, this discussion
1: man. where the playoffs are set. Let's if they have don't win discussion.
2: If they don't lose a, a player to injury, I don't think they. I think they're going to win it all this year.
1: So, do we? Each of us think that the Western Conference, that the playing teams that are going to advance, are the Clippers and the Timberwolves? Does anybody have any disagreement on that?
3: Timberwolves and Clippers. No, no, no I agree. I, I Clippers are going to have to win. They're going And there's no science. The first that Clippers Clipers will help be number seven. It. I mean, the T Wolves will hang on to seven. They'll beat the Clippers, and then the Clippers will win the second the second game against they'll beat the pelicans.
1: Going yeah. But I, I agree with Robbie. I think the that Pelicans will lose in the first round. Easy. So yeah, I don't think they'll find any magic this year. But yes, we won't go ahead and have our face reference detailed <laughs> discussion on the playoffs. Once the actual playoffs are set, we'll see how the plans figure out. But we'll also flamingos. yes we'll also be talking about the Lakers season as well. We, again, have heard already from Adrian Wojnowski that, according to the tweet, that...
2: Wojnowski.
1: Yes, Wojnowski, that the Woj alert, the Woj bomb says that Frank Vogel is supposed to be it's, it's told not a
0: bomb. It's So a, what, is, a what does bomb he do? Morning.
2: Does he sit in the, like, in the toilet while there are people in the office at the Lakers talk in the bathroom? How I the hell does
0: he know? people who do that for him. <laughs>
1: Uh, again, he's already noted that, that, Frank, Adam last game, that <laughs> Frank will be notified by Monday. Well, Frank, I'm sure, has <laughs> already heard by now that, that he's already been on the way out. So we'll see what happens okay. there. But again, what's the send time. off?
2: What's the send off, Frank? We want to thank you for your contribution. Get the hell out.
0: I'll probably like post something that. on Instagram and he'll have to find out. That company PC
2: line crap, right? That's gotten us in this mess. Social media. Social announcement media. by social media. Death by
0: Frank, social media. Frank won a championship,
3: so he will always be that part trumps the two losses, yep. even this terrible. And he, he's and a good he, guy. He's a good guy, you know. He won yes. the championship. He's proven to be a good coach. So and
1: I wish the best for him and his family. Yeah. Let's put it out there for we wish absolutely. Him- yeah, we've said a lot of things about him, his coaching styles, lineup changes, the whole nine yards. I know our YouTube followers, especially, have been ex- extremely harsh on him. And we've been harsh on him, too, at times here. But he deserves I do to be fired,
0: man. There's yeah, no doubt about it. Uh,
1: and I'm not dissuading you on that. I'm going to agree with you on that. But I do want to wish him and his family all the best. I hope he does find success somewhere else because he will go somewhere else. But I will say that. Again, we are truly happy to have everyone here listening and watching. Robbie, you've been amazing on the chat board. Thank you so much for watching, as always. But we will be back this week with more episodes. Again, we're going to continue throughout the summer, so please stay with us. If you've got us on your RSS feed, or if you got us on Facebook, you like the page, we give you alerts on when we're going on the air. YouTube, our YouTube followers, you've been tremendous. Joe and I have been also talking to you a lot out there, been answering your questions and comments out there, so you've got to some great opinions on youtube we'll be on the air again this week so please just because the lakers season is over and it's been the most disappointing ever doesn't mean this has to be the most disappointing podcast out there because we think we're the best show out there we're the lakers fast break again if you have any questions for us at lakers fast break on twitter lakers fast break at yahoo.com facebook youtube share your comments there Joe Sorrel he's at Joe Sorrel 5 he got the little Dodgers logo thing happening on Twitter. give him a shout out at Laker Tom you know he's got a lot of crazy things to say over the course of summer as far as his trade proposals and speculation you know he's got a lot of things to say at Laker Tom plus his great articles at Lakerholics.com. And Joe's already counting a World Series for the Dodgers. El Rob, he'll be commenting, I'm sure, as well, over the course of the summer. And hopefully joining us on the show whenever he can. He's a truly busy man, but I love it whenever he's on the show. He gives us balance. Balance. We also got to talk about the fact that HBO Max just dropped Winning Time, Episode 6. So we got to talk about that this week. So definitely, we will be back this week to talk Winning Time, talk the playoffs, anything going on with lakers scuttlebutt so we'll be talking all that we're not going away and i hope you don't either please go ahead and join us continuously throughout the summer right here at the lakers fast break podcast